Greetings and salutations and welcome to episode 150 of Ref the District. Nice round number, right, Trev? I it's love Nathan it. Nathan Perry 150? here. 150. That's 150. Kind of hard to believe it. Yes. Yeah, it's Trev and I, Nathan Perry, holding down the fort. Stoner is returning home, but not quite there yet. So we wish him all the best on the safe travels. And here on episode 150, in the cool down, a little true or false session, Trev, that I got for us. Uh, I've written all of them out on a piece of paper, so I don't forget them. It's all going to be commanders. It's this season. It's off season. A little draft in there. Okay. So people okay. are going to have My some favorite. fun. Some some people are going to have some fun with that. During the game, we're going to be talking about finishing the season and what that should look like for the Washington Commanders. It is the bye week blues here on Ref the District. And so no game for us to talk about. So we will talk about all four games and the rest of the season, what we think Ron Rivera and company should do. And then here in the warm-up presented to you by Don't Sleep Energy, we're going to be talking about the foundation, which pieces of this Washington Commanders team deserve the right to remain here, who is going to be a foundation for the next regime to build on? Because we're all just counting down the days there, Trev, as far as it concerns to Ron Rivera's tenure. And if you would like to know who the next coaches can be, you may be able to head out to bet online and see some of the odds on favorites. Bill Belichick, I think, was a three-to-one favorite to the commanders not too long ago. We hope that's not the case, but Bet Online is going to keep you up to date with all of their wagering news. You can bet on that. You can bet on all of your favorite sports across the board there, not just the NFL, NBA, NHL, but they also have international soccer. They've got UFC, you name it. They got it covered, and it's all right at your fingertips as well as so you can get on the mobile app right there and use bet online if you do just make sure you use the code believe b-l-e-a-v to give yourself a 50 percent welcome bonus when you do so treat yourself this holiday season with that welcome bonus bet online where the game starts and of course we encourage all of our people to bet responsibly if you're betting at all no betting here in oklahoma for me we don't have any uh, access to that unless we're headed out to a casino and you know what i'm just not i'm just not going to that but if i were it would be bet online trev uh i know you threw down some crazy parlays in your day yeah i kind of had to take a break from that you know a little little gambling anonymous you know it's serious it is a serious thing you know you want so we do want to make sure people yeah. bet responsibly when they do go out there and bet let's uh see who we got here we had locked on law saying at least we can't give up 45 points this week, but but Trev, this defense is so bad. I think they might be able to find a way to lose to the bye week. They're, they're out there getting beat by Tommy DeVito. They can surely yes. get beat by whoever it is in the Cayman Islands or the uh, Caribbean, wherever they're celebrating their bye week. Uh, somebody's on the practice field. <laughs> uh, Yam is just not feeling it on the DC sports, and it is uh, it is great. Uh, it is a, a horrible time there. Gus is checking in from Puerto Rico, enjoying the bye week. Cool. See, Gus, Gus is going to pass is going to is going to run into a Washington commander out there in Puerto <laughs> Rico, and he's going to throw for four hundred yards and three touchdowns. So, Gus, thanks for joining us uh, on your uh, trip there out in uh, 
uh, Puerto Rico. Trev is a part of the yeah. foundation here on Ref the District. We're happy to have him back. He had to work last week. Trev, we had a lot of people asking about you. So they're I'm like, here. did he did he quit? That. Did he did he did, did no, he's like no, no he's he's adulting. He's adulting. Yeah, that's all. So it's the holiday that's, season, you know. It's gotta get in where I fit yeah, in. So. Absolutely. Let's uh let's talk about this foundation, Trev. Okay. Because because this is where we have and this kind of lead into the finishing the season part, but this is what players do we have now that are on the roster that come next season for the next coach, they're gonna be like the this is a player I can work with. Who is attracting the next head coach, the next GM? These are the pieces they want. They think that they can build a roster that can potentially win a Super Bowl. Who are those players for you on Washington? Um, I've got I've got Brian Robinson. Mm-hmm. I mean, just to start off quickly, you know, the, the adversity he went through, being shot two times in the leg only missing a couple of games, bouncing back and look at his career he's having right now. So that's pretty cool. Um, Curtis Samuel, he kind of got glimpses of what he did to us back in Carolina days and how he <laughs> was there. And now he's got somebody here that kind of recognized that too and is kind of giving the ball and getting them out in space a little bit more sure. than he has been since he's signed here. So, I mean, if you want a nice veteran piece to, to for a foundation, there you go. And then, I mean – Terry McLaurin, just because of what he's done before this season. Um, not a great season this year, but before that, he's put up pretty much a thousand yards with 80 different quarterbacks. It's hard to do um, in the NFL at such a young age, too. So he's definitely part of the foundation. That's about it on the offensive side of the ball, to be honest, for me. In defense, um, it depends. If John Allen wants to harp and make true about his comments, he just said on the junkies earlier this week and be traded or, you know, wants to go somewhere he wants to win, then there goes pretty much our foundation on defense. I mean, Deron Payne, he's a nice asset. I don't know if he's part of the foundation, but he's a nice asset to the foundation, a building block. But as far as defense goes, pretty much Jonathan Allen. Cam Curl, yeah. maybe. But – it's not a lot of foundation pieces on the squad right now, bro. So. No love for our man Tressway. Oh, okay. Tressway, of course. My bad. Yeah. Shout out you, to special teams. My bad. Tressway's yeah. got to stay. Terrell Burgess, he's number one on special teams for Pro Bowl <laughs> right now. I mean, it is. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that either, but it is. It is a fact. We'll talk about the Pro Bowl later and just uh, in uh, in the cool down as there's a part about that there. You're naming a lot of the ones I think most people. Dominique also saying that uh, Brian Robinson's one for his locked on law saying no one. And I think this is a sentiment locked on law is having that we're seeing across the board with a lot of fans because there's essentially what it comes down to is that mindset is no one is off the market. So if the next GM comes in, everybody should be up for trade, whatever improves the team. And I understand that sentiment to an extent. I do think that there are people, Trev, that are on this roster that you keep because they make your team better. You know, Terry McLaurin, as much as in the day after reckoning, I talked about how he is a wide receiver too at this stage. Mm -hmm. Is I I thought he was going to make the jump from a top 10 to top 15. I thought he was in the 10 to 15 range. Okay, coming into this season, I thought he was going to make the jump into the top 10, like solidify himself there. 
He's right. fallen back. I think he's in that mm-hmm. 15 to 25 range. And mm-hmm. I think if you get a, a different wide receiver, a big body wide receiver, I think that, you know, he would easily slot into that wide receiver too. I kind of mentioned yes. Allen Robinson. You remember him from Chicago? Oh, yeah. He was yes. the number one wide receiver. People was like, he's talented. If you just get him a why if you just get him a QB, he's going to blow up mm-hmm. and he's going to be great. He put together several solid seasons there in Chicago. And then he mm-hmm. moved on and did nothing. Now where is he? Yeah, I, last I remember, he was with the Rams, maybe. But I mean, I think maybe he got traded off of that, and and we'll and that's him. how I think Terry McLaurin is is mm-hmm. that he is a he is a quality wide receiver. He's forced into the wide receiver one role here. Yeah, and mm-hmm. he's definitely the best wide receiver we have on the roster. Sam Howell talked him being as being the most talented player on offense. But yeah, mm-hmm. I think that he, especially because he's going to be twenty nine at the start of next season, but. I agree with you that he's a foundational piece there. I, I think that he is somebody you want to have on your roster. He's going to make your QB, whoever that is, if it's Sam Howell, which I noticed, Trev, you didn't list Sam Howell as a foundational I piece. I didn't. A little bit of a surprise there. There's, there's not enough on tape to make him a, found, a foundation piece. Is he a piece that you want to keep and see what you have going forward. And then if that doesn't work out, keep him as a backup, then that's cool. But if you're talking about foundation, and I know I threw B-Rob in there, but it's not Sam Howe. I mean, he's he's been so inconsistent. Yeah, he's better than what has been here in a long time, I guess, so to speak. Sure. And it looks like he can run the offense, but at the same time, there's a lot of self-inflicting wounds. Um, a lot of forcing throws, a lot of forcing too much, holding the ball. He's just not a foundational piece. So, yeah, I did not include him in. Sam Howell's in a predicament right now, and I talked a lot about that on Monday as well, Where because it was just like I, I, I've gotten kind of worrisome, Trev, with how people are – like we joked about the Howlers and we, we – you mm-hmm. know. But the Colts growing strong, and it's like Sam Howell can't do any wrong. And I was like, Sam Howell did not have a good game. And people were like, no. oh, it's the offense line. It's EB. It's all the – I was like, guys, he had a bad day. Like, you got to be able to call it out. You got to be able to you call it to. out. It's, it's very similar to the Taylor Heineke crowd, which, by the way, they've gotten – I owe a dollar for the jar. But they've gotten loud over the last few weeks as well. This offense would be better with Taylor Heineke. And oh he, the, he's uh, like, oh, Lord. Here we are again, and this is what happens no, when not. when you are four and nine on the uh, on the year it is uh, mm-hmm. not not All a good the one there. Come out, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's it's a rough one here. I'm trying to mark some of these comments here as they come in, as far as who people think are are rock steady there. But I, I agree with you, Terry McLaurin is Brian Robinson is a solid running back. I think it was off to another world here who mentioned fitting in uh, Saquon Barkley. And I don't know that you need to, uh, I don't know that you need to go out and find yourself a running back like Saquon Barkley. Right. May, maybe they draft another one. Antonio Gibson is somebody who I expect is somebody I expect to sign elsewhere. Yeah, sure. As much as I like Antonio Gibson, you're going to find, you're going to find somebody like an Antonio Gibson yeah. you know, in the draft or as an undrafted free agent. 
Brian Robinson's on this roster. Chris Rodriguez is on this roster. You are going to need a pass catching. Although, as you mentioned, Brian Robinson kind of really coming into his own. We saw him as a power runner last season. This season, he's got 300 yards in the air. In fact, he actually has more receiving yards than Antonio Gibson. Four more, so it's not a staggering <laughs> difference. But I was shocked when I looked at that. I was like, I'm I could not right believe. I, and it's really on the back of just a couple of games, but that is something that has been right. kind of unlocked in Brian Robinson's game. So he's he's mm-hmm. one I would agree with that one. Sam Hell, maybe, maybe not. Uh, we did have somebody who uh, it was Tom here, Sam Cosme on the offensive line, a cornerstone. I will say this. I, you know, a little tease here in the rest of the season, maybe kick him out to tackle again. See what he's got there because he's an athletic, he's an athletic, you know, offensive lineman. See what he can do. I think that a lot of people did note that when he was drafted, he might slide inside in the NFL. He played tackle in Mm -hmm. college, but he might be more of an interior guy. He is very athletic. He's good at what he does. He's, to me, our best offensive lineman. I know that's essentially picking like the best, you know, worst thing in the world, but <laughs> it is it is what it is. Um, so it'd be interesting, I think, if they were to push him outside and see what they can do there. You saw Jerron Christensen. You shared it with us in our our yeah. side chat. He's driving. He's thriving outside of Washington. He didn't work out here because of injuries. Both his right. both seasons with us, he ended up with an, a knee injury, and so Washington let him go, and he's healed. And now he's uh, he's doing good things outside of there. Yeah. But it's uh, I would agree. Sam Cosme is one. Curtis Samuel is has been dynamic. He's been excellent. He has been somebody who I think it's been exciting to see. I will say that when you're talking about him, how many rushing yards do you think he has on the season? 38. 20. Right? How many receiving yards does he have on the season? 172. Oh, more than that. Five, 508. And so, <laughs> it, I mean, Sam Howell's thrown for nearly 3,500 yards, and no one's sniffing a 1,000. Um, right now, but it's Curtis Samuel's impact seems to be greater than what his box stats say. And so Mm -hmm. it'd be nice to keep him around, but I just think that it's not going to happen. Right. I think it's going to be, they're going to move on from him. Somebody's going to pay him more money than Washington can. And so I don't think you'll be able to keep him. Uh, I Jonathan Allen on defense. Absolutely. I wouldn't trade him. I don't think he asked to be trade. What he said was he does think about not being in Washington just because year after year, yeah. it's the same thing over and over again. And it would wear on you, uh, you know, and people will tell him he's got to play better. Well, he's actually been playing pretty well uh, this season. Deron Payne. I really wish they didn't resign him now. I, I didn't I, like we were team pay the man during last season, but I think we all yeah. agreed at the end of the season, you let somebody else pay him a little bit of a, a luxury there. Jamin Davis is one that I think might surprise a lot of people. When I say that he can be a foundational piece. Really? Really? I He's think a tackling machine. He, he's got so much speed. Did you see him on Jalen Waddle? 
Yeah, since on Miami, uh, what Miami, he he stays yeah. with them. Granted, it's short yardage, and he just extends out, and he he's able to knock that uh, pass from two away. Excellent mm-hmm. position. I think that he, with the right defensive coordinator, with the, somebody who's going to unlock that speed, mm-hmm. he can be an apps. He could be a menace. He could be somebody good for Washington. Mm. so he's somebody he's somebody i would keep an eye on somebody i who i've criminally underrated trev you hate this person you know (laughs) i like the person but dominique throwing out kendall fuller no he's been here two this is second time around no it's time to go i appreciate everything you've done you know, you had a couple of game stealing interceptions in your career here, you know, but most of your career here, you get burned, bro. I mean, I was I was completely done with Kendall Fuller when Isaiah Hodgins looked him in his eye, did a ha ha, Kendall Fuller fell, and and giant the giant score. I I'm just I'm done. I appreciate, like I said, I appreciate the service. You were great while you were here, but it's time to be elite. We got the elite in the front office that's matched on the field, and he don't match elite or foundation. So, sorry. <laughs> I I like Kendall Fuller. I I think I don't think he's a free agent. I'd have to double check that one. So if Washington has him for another year, you keep him for another year. In my yeah. opinion, uh, yeah. Lockdown Law says we're stuck with Allen and Payne because no one is paying them in a trade. Jonathan Allen, I think someone would because he his deal isn't really all that bad for a defensive tackle playing at the level he is playing. Deron Payne, I think you'd have a harder time justifying just because it's a newer contract and his play hasn't necessarily solidified himself as one of the top defensive tackles. He had an amazing season last year, but what are you going to get? What are you going to get out of him? That's going to be the question there. Yeah. Gus going with McLaurin, Payne, Allen, Dotson, ineffective as he is. That's it. We love B-Rob, but running backs are a dime a dozen. He doesn't fit every offense. That's fair on B-Rob. I think that's fair on B-Rob. Again, running backs are a dime a dozen, as Gus is saying. Dotson was somebody you didn't list either in your section, Trev. Why is Dotson not a foundational player to you, but it is to someone like Gus? Um, I can't speak for Gus, but for me, it's not because I think slot receivers are a dime a dozen too. Um, you can get one of those in the draft. You can get one of those, a better one in free agency. I mean, he's a nice receiver, but he's inconsistent. Um and we, what we it's like a, it's time just it's just time to correct all these mistakes so we don't have to take a chance on that happening again with the maybe he'll have a better year no we need somebody that we know is going to come in there and handle business so love Jahan Dotson I'm not speaking any hate against him he's a great player but uh he's not foundational to me I I absolutely think that we are down on Jahan Dotson this season because he's having a down year I think that if you look back at last season, you saw the promise of the rookie and you saw, especially he started off very strong and then he gets injured. He comes back and he still plays very well for, for a rookie. 
And so you're like, okay, he's going to blossom. We all we heard about this offseason, Trev, was just yes. how much he's been putting in the work. And Thank oh, he's you. working with Sam, he's doing all this. And we all it could we, be we all fell for one. It. We it all fell for it. One. I know. And and he has such a letdown that we end up, you know, now we're thinking maybe he's not a foundational, but I do think that he's a good wide receiver, and I think that it's going to be better for him next season. This season Here? is a little bit of a wash. It is going to be a little bit better. First string in the house. We appreciate uh, Toothpick in the game coming over here and uh, joining us here. Uh, moving along, Dominique picking another one for mm. us. Logan Thomas, maybe, Dominique says. Where do you stand on Logan Thomas as a potential foundational piece moving forward for the Washington Commanders? I mean... Yeah, for locker room maybe, and certainly as a a depth piece. Um, I don't think he should be tight end one going into next season if we're going to keep him. I think he should go get a, a, a veteran at that spot or somebody way better. Um, but yeah, if we're talking about foundation, Logan Thomas, yeah, because he's been here, he's battled through some significant injuries, but he's he's caught a couple of crucial third downs for us and kept it. Oh, he's tough, man. That's a tough one. If it's talking about foundation only for locker room purposes and, you know, veteran presence. Yes. If you have to keep someone else on offense. Yes. But if you don't have to, if you have a choice, nah, he can, he can he's, go. appreciate He's out. He he's go. out. I don't need him for the locker yeah. room presence. That's why I'm keeping Terry <laughs> McLaurin. That's why I'm keeping Jonathan Allen. I I, yeah. I can't, I can't wait, man. I can't. You know how I feel about Logan Thomas. The guy is, he, he is a, he's a great guy. We've had him on the channel. He is yes. an okay tight end. People love him and people like we, we have Roger on here. He's, he's talking about how we overvalue bums and Jags. We have one above average player, which I have said, Roger. I've said the only blue chip player on this team right now is Jonathan Allen. Okay. That I've said yeah. that multiple times. All right. People value Logan Thomas as if he is Travis Kelsey, as if he's no, Kittle, not. as if no, he's, he's TJ Hawkinson, as if no, like not. Dallas Goddard. <laughs> I can go on and on and on. Irvsman. He's not Mark Andrews. Okay. He no, he he he's, he's not even and he's he is like year 10. Um, what's the dude out of uh, New Orleans? Jimmy Why Graham. am I? J Jimmy Graham. He's year 10 Jimmy Graham, okay? <laughs> Not year five, blowing up the league with Drew Brees. He's Logan Thomas, folks. Like yeah. people, people really do love themselves some Logan Thomas. And it's just like he has 424 yards on the season, which is not bad for a tight end. People. But he can he can go ahead and go, go off and I by the way not a uh, not a Curtis Hodges guy that guy hasn't even seen the field yet I'm not a I'm not a uh, John uh, Bates I like John Bates I think John Bates is a fine player I think John Bates might be our best overall tight end <laughs> just because his blocking is better than than right. uh, Logan Thomas okay. It, he's not as good as a catcher there. as Logan Thomas, but he might just be a better overall tight end. Uh, why am I spacing on our fifth rounder? Cole because Turner. he never sees Cole Turner. Cole Turner never sees the field. Never. We were so excited last year about Cole Turner. Know, you remember that? Just and, yeah. and then and then Nada. That's all right. He can go too. 
And then nada. Uh, so yeah, that is that is rough. Lots of players to turn around and maybe see next year. How about let's talk about the rest of the season when we come back? That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna plan out the rest of the season. And spoiler alert, somebody's already picked them to go to the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> 